Awesome Podcast. We have a special guest today. We still under quarantine. That's right. Going round and round. That's what that Introduce yourself. Also, my other co-host is on here. Go ahead. We're gonna start off with you, and then we'll introduce our special guest. Hey, everybody! You know who it is. It's John John. Yeah, that was my suggestion for us to play that Rihanna song. You know, I've, I've been hearing everybody, everybody been bugging Rihanna, asking about her new song, her new album, rather, and right. she wants y'all to quit bothering her. Right. I was looking at, I was looking at TMZ this morning, Eddie, and she said, um, "Shut up about my new album." I'm busy doing what Trump won't. So, yeah, she is She is uh, staying focused on fighting against um, domestic abuse, actually. Okay, okay. Right. That's, that, that's what her main focus is right now. Because, you know, since this coronavirus and the pandemic is going on, people are quarantined in their homes. Right. And some of us are lucky and blessed enough to be in homes that are loving and peaceful. Right. But not everybody has it like that. No. You know, some people are at home with people that they don't like are people who are abusive yes. and violent. And um, and so I'm, I, I am appreciative to people like Rihanna and others who are focusing on people who are in those situations and giving them a path out and making sure that they are being taken care of during this time. So shout out to Rihanna and anybody else who is listening who is also a part of that of that mission to make sure that that people who are being abused are in violent situations have a way out and that someone is listening so yeah big up big ups to her yeah. but yeah but just um just excited about being on this podcast excited about seeing you severe i haven't seen yeah. you in a while now right, and right. i'm really excited about the guests that we have on today my yes. cousin d Hey. hey! Yeah, she is joining us from from Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. and um, I I'm excited that she was able to come on today. She is doing great work, um, partnering with small businesses and entrepreneurs and creatives, and helping them to grow their business and to thrive even during this pandemic. And so yeah. I know she has a lot of things that she's going to share with us, some so. tips. So, so if you are an entrepreneur, small business owner. Make sure you are tuning in because I'm sure she's going to give us some great tips to sustain our business and to grow during this time and beyond. But I'm not going to talk much about that. I'll let her her spill her own, <laughs> tell her sell her own self, right? And also just tell us about um, who who she is. But we'll get to that later. All right. Thank you so much for that awesome introduction. My name is Denisha Freeman of Hello, Miss Freeman. And I do exactly what Jonathan said. I actually help small business owners pivot when it's time to pivot. And what's a better time to pivot right now during a pandemic? It's, this is it, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a couple of things that we have to pay attention to. This is a money grab. There are industries that were struggling prior to the pandemic, barely staying afloat. And now those industries are having wild, wild success because this event shifted our consciousness. Mm. It shifted the way we saw things, 
we were just kind of going down the river, tooting along, having a good time, enjoying life, and just kind of keeping in that routine. And this came and shook everything up. And so it pushed everybody back into thinking about what your priorities are, right? how you'll spend your money, how you interact with people, what you going to do now. (laughs) Yes. Yep. A lot of the stuff that I teach people is just common sense stuff that we don't think about. You know, when you have your business, one of the, the biggest tips that I give all of my clients is how are you going to change your habits after this? Think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. That's yeah. real. Because, you know, I'm, I got to save more money. Yeah, right. Definitely. You know? I got to exercise more. COVID taking out black folks twice as fast. I got to yeah. do more. You know, yeah, I got to make sure I'm eating right. I just can't talk about it. I actually got to be about it. Mm-hmm. Those things have mm-hmm. to change if I want to go into this new atmosphere a different. And this yeah. is what this is a level up for many people. And unfortunately, for so many people to level down. But mm-hmm. that's that's where we are. And it's trying to get you between which level you want to be on. And that's what I do. I help people get to the level that they want to be on, but we got to start somewhere. Okay. So Ms. D, can can you share a personal story about how you got started? Yes. So hello, Ms. Freeman, I've had for quite some time. And it actually started with uh, me getting a divorce. I was in a very abusive marriage. And uh, when I finally got my name back from the judge, she was like, you have the biggest smile I've ever seen in divorce court because it was so important for me to be Miss Freeman again, to just be free man. Mm. You know, I think about the ancestor that we had, Jonathan and I share, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was like, this is some bullshit, but my name is going to be as Freeman, you know? (laughs) And so I am grateful for that ancestor that gave us that name. And so being released from that very abusive situation made me want to teach other people because the biggest thing that you face when you are a domestic violence victim is you must have liked it. That's why you stayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why people get trapped. They don't have the support systems. They don't have someone they can talk to. They don't have somebody they can reach out to. And domestic violence goes across sex, gender, identification. Yes. It can happen to anyone. Right. And so um, it doesn't matter if you're a man, doesn't matter if you're a woman, it doesn't matter if you're the other 67 gender identities that are available. Everybody. (laughs) abused. I don't know them all. (laughs) But anybody can be abused and it's really sad. And what the biggest thing people don't understand is, is that the damage that it does to your own consciousness, to how you feel about yourself, to how you see the world around you to how you interact with people. I still have, I've been divorced now for four years. I still have trauma. And I don't even know I have the trauma until I get into a situation that puts me back into a traumatic situation. And now I'm back into trying to survive. Mm -hmm. My reaction is way over the top because there's a part of me that I want to protect. I want to make sure I'm protecting that person so I don't get back out there and do it again. So my reaction is crazy, crazy. Because I've got to stop because I can't get myself back into that situation. So I deal with a lot of women and men who I teach techniques on how to do that. And that's where it started. Well, on the journey of Hello, Miss Freeman, I healed. That was the point. It was the point was for me to heal. I healed and it changed. I didn't want to talk about domestic violence anymore. I still I still do that because it's important. But I wanted to do something different. I wanted to be life after domestic violence. Mm -hmm. 
what, how can I take my skill set? How can I take my platform and how can I help people and still make money and make this my full-time gig and not my part-time gig? Right. And so I started thinking about all the stuff I know, and I know a bunch of stuff and how I could apply that to all the businesses that I've started and all the people around me. And so just this year, I redefined what Hello, Miss Freeman represents and what we talk about. And one of the biggest skills that I have is sales. I can sell anything to anybody. That's the easiest thing for me to do. And so what I've learned is black folks don't know how to sell. Not all of us. because There's great black salespeople everywhere. Right. Right. But the majority of us, you say sales, we want to run. We are afraid. I don't want to talk to nobody, even though you'll be on the phone 24 hours a day talking to everybody. You know, <laughs> I don't want to ask. I don't want nobody to say nothing to me about it. I don't want my feelings hurt. I don't want to be offended. I don't want to be this. I don't yeah. want to be that. I don't want that. We are. We got some issues in our community that we got to address and deal with because we can't get out if we don't. Right. And so, yeah. So the new brand for Hello, Miss Freeman is about taking people to that next level through business and entrepreneurship. Is that a good personal story for you, Sabir? Yes, good. <laughs> also, I heard you said you had some techniques. Uh, can you share with us a couple of those techniques? Because I, you know, probably need it personally. <laughs> Absolutely. The first thing that anybody has to do, you've got to be self-aware. You have to take a long, hard look at yourself and say, you know what? You on that shit. Excuse my language. Wow. <laughs> You own that shit. And it's okay because everybody get on that from time to time, right? It's okay. That's not a problem. But you got to recognize that you own it. And you have to recognize that there's behaviors that you have, behaviors and habits that you have, that you've developed, that is now controlling your life. There are situations in your life that you had to survive through. If you don't recognize in your own mind that you're no longer in that situation and that situation was only just a very brief moment of time, you will continue to live those situations. So that's where you get that filter that is not rose colored. It's that foggy filter because you can't see nothing, but everything is seen through your hurt, through your pain and through your survival. So to get you from surviving, I need you to recognize the habits that you have that are actually destroying you. Mm. And I talk about this on my Instagram page. I tell, tell people about discipline. A lot of people like to get into the habit of saying, I'm not disciplined enough. You are disciplined. Every single person on the planet, all 7 billion of us was given discipline. 100% is irrefutable. Now, what you use your discipline for, that's a different story, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to use your water hose to water your garden, then you could eat because your garden's going to grow vegetables. But if you want to use your water hose to just keep filling up your bathtub, you ain't going to eat, right? Mm, I got that, okay? yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you use that tool of discipline for? Do you use it for destruction or do you use it for your development? Mm -hmm. That's what you've got to look at. And when you get there, when you can understand that I'm ready to take this deep look into myself and say, I ain't even doing this right. I ain't got to eat at Popeye's every day and I'm guilty. (laughs) I ain't got to eat at Popeye's every day. I cook really well. I'm a great cook. But yet Popeye's is okay. No, it's not. But I've done that for so long in some, excuse me, in some parts of my life, it became a habit. I had to retrain myself on what my habits were going to be so that I could live a more positive and more healthy life. That's what's important because my discipline, the tool that I was blessed with was causing my destruction and my downfall. It wasn't building me up. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's those are two points right there, okay. right there. Two little tips for you right there. Go deep that. into yourself. Don't be afraid. And remember, you're dealing with you. There is no wrong answer. There is no wrong answer. I want everybody to thrive in who they are. I don't care what it is. If you like furries and robots, love them furries and robots. It's okay. And if somebody got something to say about it, they got something to say anyways. It doesn't matter. Miserable people <laughs> are miserable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. You know, so it's okay. There are no wrong answers in you. The mm-hmm. answers are right. But the hard things, you got to face the hard truths about what you're doing to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once you recognize that and understand that, you can start using the tools that you were given for your development and for your success, not for your destruction. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay I love that. 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 So they. I love that you are helping us to recognize the power that we we all possess. We all possess yep. that. And, um, you know, talking about self-awareness, about owning your shit. Um, and that's what I think um, it's hard to do. It's hard to really be aware of your own stuff, yeah. knowing where you fall short at or what you need where you need to grow. But if you are aware of it, then you can actually heal from it and do something positive with that. Right. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, even as as your cousin, I did not know how how that relationship was. I knew you had that divorce, but I didn't know what you were going through in that. Um, we were just talking about domestic violence, and I was like, "Oh wow, this that this tied right into what you shared with us." Um, and like, and all of our listeners know that like we've had a lot of people on this podcast who have been through some shit, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, but but what I love is that every one of them have also found a way out of it yeah. and are and are doing like great work Positive in things, the community. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and I, and we don't get to hear those stories often. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to look at the pearl or look at the diamond, right. but they don't want to talk about the coal before the diamond, the right. mining for that coal, the excavation, the hard work that goes into it. Right. Even with that pearl, having to find that clam and pry it open and clean out that pearl before we put it around our own necks and you know so i am grateful for you sharing that to us and um sharing that with us um great so with your business that you have now what is is there what what name is it do do, do you go under operating so my my business is kind of covert so that she still stands under hello miss freeman okay uh what i am very gifted in is uh i'm actually through bloodline lineage, I'm a prophet. So I see, I'm a visionary. I see, I see, I see. And people get, let me tell you something. I want everybody to hear this. When you hear somebody say they a prophet and they start being all fancy and they want you to give them money and all that, remember a prophet only delivers the word of God. We are Mm -hmm. basically male people. That's it. (laughs) We're the USPS for the Lord. That's all it is. And Mm -hmm. if you got a word, say the word and go on about your life. I ain't got to roll around the floor. I ain't got to carry a replica of the Ark of the Covenant. I ain't got to walk with water. If right. God gave me a word, you're going to get this word. You receive it, you receive it, you don't, you don't. I don't care because I got to keep it moving, right? That's right. But because of that, I know that I was blessed with a, a very specific set of gifts. And one of them is becoming a visionary. And okay. so during the process, I like to sit down with business owners and find out what their end goal is. Because most business owners cannot strategize mm. their way. They'll say, this is what I want to do, but they don't say, this is what I did. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So when you're wanting to start your vision, you start at the end and you work your way back. That's the easiest way to do it. Instead of starting at the beginning and you don't know what pitfalls you might have. Going backwards from your vision will allow you to be able to see what you might have, what you might be able to avoid and what you might be able to accomplish. So if you start at, and I didn't even answer your question. I'm sorry, John. No, you can't. You're doing, you're, doing, you're doing well. You're answering it your way. And I, you know, I know we're going to get up to that. So yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. So you start at the end. This is what I did. At the end of the day with my business, I helped blah, 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 blah. Right? Mm-hmm. So for Hello, Miss Freeman, I helped business owners take their business to the next level through strategic planning and my visionary wit. Okay. Got that answer the question? Yeah. Yeah. So see, I, I knew I knew we were, we were going to get there. <laughs> and that's what I want our, our listeners who have businesses to know. Because I know they're listening. Like, okay. So what can she do for me? What? How can she help me? Right. And now we see. Right. All right. D, okay. Also, can, can you give me an example of of starting at the end and working our way back to the beginning. When you Absolutely. That. So I'm actually on the board of directors for this group of women of, uh, we just named it. So when it's WOIP, don't be mad at me. I can't think of the whole name because we literally just had the meeting this, this week. Okay. But it's WOIP. I think it's women of informed passion. I'm not sure. So <laughs> I love these group of women. And so it's about eight of us and we had to start like I had to teach them how to plan the vision because they kept coming up with these mission statements and mottos. And it was like nobody knew what this group of women was actually going to do. So I set everybody down and we talked about at the end of the day, specifically through this organization, what did you do? For me, I help teach people sales and entrepreneurial skills. For others, I help people to become uh, more conscious about their wellness and their health. Other people said I help people to build their social media platforms out. Okay, great. Now that's the vision. I can work from teaching people how to do sales and entrepreneurial skills, wanting them to be more conscious about their health, especially their mental health, wanting to help them build their social media platforms. Not only does that give me categories to work from, because it breaks down all that big vision into very specific pieces of information. So now with the category of health and wellness, of mental health and wellness, I can now walk back. Well, how do we get there? How do we have to do that? So when we say I want to help people or I help people with their mental health and wellness, well, what do you mean? And how did you do it? So the next step is how did you do it? So now we're walking back. Well, I did it through seminars and coaching. Perfect. So now we know we need to do seminars and coaching because that's what the client is most comfortable with doing. That mm-hmm. obviously has to be their skill set. So the next thing we need to know is who, how are we going to get these people to your seminar and to your, to your coaching? Where are these people going to come from? Right. Great question. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Now, look at that baby. Hey baby. <laughs> That's a great question. Somebody's on your podcast like, who's she talking about? Who's she talking about, babe? I was showing the cat Tinkerbell, y'all. But go <laughs> Yeah. No, sorry, Tinkerbell's cute. Look <laughs> cute and cuddly. And so then we get from who, how do we get those people? So once you have the vision and you can break it down into smaller chunks, you start to ask questions of how and then who. These are the two most important questions a business owner has to to answer. Because if you don't know the who, you don't have a business. If you don't have clients, you don't have a business. You got an idea. You got a great thought. You got a good plan. But ain't nobody supporting you, so you don't exist. And I don't care what the state says, right? Right. Okay. 
So you gotta have the who. Okay. Okay. Does okay. that help? Yeah. That yeah. Want to identify your who, I guess your your market, your who that you, you want to help. So once we do that, then what do you do for us? Like if we partner with you, then what does what do you do for that for that for that okay. business? So once we've identified your who, we need to target your who, and that gets down into human customer behavior. Mm. Okay. How does your niche market act? Mm, so I focus on need-based services because people want to get out here and be like, I got a t-shirt business. I'm not wasting my time with your thousand, your thousand and one t-shirt business, <laughs> excuse me, that everybody in the world got. Everybody got a t-shirt business. You ain't got to put no effort into a t-shirt business. You know, <laughs> I'm not doing it. So I, I like to work in the area of service and what people will do and how you help those people. So now we need to know where are your people? I have a business, a funeral business, and I only deal with people who are 65 years and older who need to plan their funerals. That's it. Oh, wow. Where do you find those people? Retirement homes, mm-hmm. senior events, senior senior, senior activities. Mm-hmm. What do those people like to do? They like bingo. Okay. What happens at a bingo? Well, at most of the bingos, this is why if anybody needs laundry detergent, Soap, paper towels, and toilet paper, I got it. Because that's what I take when I go run bingos at senior citizens' places, right? Hmm. Because that's what they need. People on a fixed income. Most seniors are on a fixed income. Do you see how I'm building out your customer now? Now we're starting to see what that behavior looks like. Mm. So once you have that information, you can go meet your customers exactly where they are. And then you can provide, because they love to see Denisha come in with her toilet paper, paper towels, laundry detergent, dishwasher soap, and people mm-hmm. think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, she here. We're going to go play bingo because I need me some paper towels. They love, I got six bottles of soap right now. Don't tell nobody that now, honey, because we're in the pandemic and people need that toilet okay. paper, and paper right. towels. Yo, my shape is gold right Be at now. my doorstep trying to get right. exactly <laughs> some toilet paper. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, so understanding your who, then knowing where to find your who and make sure that they receive your message or that they are receiving your, uh, I guess, your your marketing and knowing what you, you do. Yep. To in, right, okay. Yep. Got you it, can't make it. any money if people don't know you exist, especially your target market. That's true. That's true. That is so true. Okay, okay. That's good. Very good information. I know. Um, I know a lot of us. Like, well, I want not to prepare everybody, but myself included. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I became certified as a life coach, mm-hmm. and it is it is very intimidating for me to I guess to market myself as such. You know, thinking about like, okay, am I doing it the right way? Will it? How will it be received? Right. Uh, what if people don't like it? You make a post and no one is liking it, and and so I do un- understand how challenging it is for entrepreneurs to put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess if you were working with me and I had that fear, how would you how would you work with 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 me to get my business up and running and, and out there and, and overcoming my own fears? And does it take? OK, absolutely, because that's exactly what I do. You're a great example. So the mm-hmm. first thing we have to do is shift your paradigm. Mm-hmm. First thing I want you to know, listening to what you said, is that people don't like your posts. Social media does not give you money. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Social media only gives you credibility. That's it. It only gives you credibility. Because the first thing when somebody says, I do this, 
what's the first thing they're going to do? Pull out their phone and go check and see what you do. Right. So you got to have a solid social media background, but then you want to lower your expectations on what those numbers are. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to things like likes, likes don't matter. Likes, mm-hmm. people look at your stuff all day long and won't like it. They don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're getting people who are engaging, now you're starting to see who your tribe is. Mm, that's good. Right? Now you're starting to see who's resonating with you. Right. Okay, good. Well, now you've got people who want to resonate with you and, and like what you're saying. And you have, as a life coach, I was listening to one of you, you guys' podcasts, and you did the mother-son vision boarding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blew me yeah. away. Yeah, I said, yes, that's a that market good. right there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. you got a whole market. A whole market of men raised by single mothers who may or may not be straight or gay. If you want to be gay, you can do that, too. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That entire market right there has so many obstacles that they need to overcome. And I love your mom. I love cousin. But I know we both grew up in a highly religious family. Both of us did. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, in, in, let me tell you, biggest sinners on earth. Okay, we gonna right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of outside babies in the framing clan. Okay, right. so <laughs> right, 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 right. So, but you have a specific market of people who are having to be able to navigate that because your mom is still a pastor. She still mm-hmm. has her church. She's still preaching. Mm-hmm. But you were standing strong in your identity. Mm-hmm. How did you? How were you able to cross that? That's mm-hmm. a market right there. That people need help with because somebody right now is suffering because they don't know. They don't think it's going to get better. They don't know how to make it better. So they need exactly what you need to do. And so for you, we would start in that mother-son market. That women or men who were raised by single mothers, that's a market that I've not, no one's pretty much tapped. That's a market. People want to hear about that because you are now speaking to a specific set of people who are underrepresented and nobody talks about. And most of y'all feelings when it comes to men, especially black men, is you suck it up. Mm. Suck it up, buttercup. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Suck Great. it up. Great you know? And Great. you are fortunate enough, because I know lots of uh, people who are in the LGBTQ uh, community who don't have that support. Mm-hmm. You are fortunate enough that it doesn't matter where you fall, you always got somebody. You know, you always got me. You always got got all your other cousins, you know, always got somebody. But I know some people who were so religious, they just stopped talking, talking to teenagers. How you how you abandon somebody at 17 years old because they said they're gay? What? What? Mm -hmm. That's that's you. That's your flesh and blood. Yeah. What? You know what I'm saying? But you but you but daddy over here got three wives and 18 different kids. And some of them you don't know about. But you see him every day and he always got a plate of food. The devil is a lie. Right. Okay. So so people need that. That's what they need. And so that's where I would direct your business is trying to get into that target market and figuring out because you did a good job of that mother son partnership that you did. You Mm -hmm. did a really great job figuring that out and then reaching out to that market, learning the behaviors of those people. And you really already know the behaviors of those people Mm -hmm. because you're one of those people. Yes. Yes. It's good. Great, great, great insight. Great recommendation there. Great. Yeah. You really said something good there. I think all our listeners who are creatives and entrepreneurs need to really take that in, that it's not about the likes. Okay. It's about the engagement 
and also your credibility. credibility. Yeah. So, yeah, yep. that's mm-hmm. that's what I really got from that because I think right, right now we live in a, we live in a society where people want those likes. Yeah. We're trying right. to find the right hashtags. Mm-hmm. We're paying. We're paying for followers. Right. You know, because we look at that like as the validation. Yeah. But we ain't get no money for them likes. Nope. 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 <laughs> right. No, you got two right. seconds of time for them likes. Yeah. Or if maybe we one second for somebody to click because they've gone on to the next post and they've forgotten about it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but so what, that's not even a good currency. Right. You right. know, that's like going to Walmart and paying for everything in pennies, pissing everybody off. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Great, 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 great. Great. So that's where I would start. And I think you doing the uh, podcast, the vision boarding for that area, Mother Son, you really do have a market there. Mm-hmm. You have a target audience there mm-hmm. that you could really resonate that does not get any representation, that doesn't have any of the resources. Do you know how hard it is for a black woman to find another black woman counselor that specifically has had domestic violence experiences? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found one. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I agree with that. could you imagine a life coach that has the experience of being raised by a mother who is spiritual and religious who Mm -hmm. who is gay or for a son who's gay but y'all were a single parent being supported by your family Mm -hmm. and yet you still were able to maintain a loving relationship Mm -hmm. okay somebody out there want to know about that yeah somebody wants their parents back it's a two-way street but you can tell them what they need to do to start that conversation good stuff Good stuff. But yeah, but I think it always it all goes goes back to what you were saying at at the beginning. It was like knowing who you are, owning your own shit. Yep. <laughs> and right, you have to become self aware. And that journey is not it's not easy. No, no. It's not easy. I know we might make it look look easy, but no, that journey is not easy. Um, I'm still on that journey. I'm still healing. Right. Uh, Me but too. but in but in the midst of it all, just being able to stand up. Mm-hmm. As who who I am, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and yeah, and operating within that because it all yeah. makes who you who you who you are. So yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to say the Lord didn't make any mistakes, but then we want to go well over Wait. there. He did. <laughs> he did it over there too, mm-hmm. and over there. Well, first of all, you ain't the Lord, so you don't even know how He thinks. Mm-hmm. He didn't make no mistakes, and that's what we sticking with. Yeah. True. You know, we are all a representation of God. Every single last one of us. And he can show up however he chooses to see fit. And that's okay, too. Yes. And we have to accept that. And it's the confines of these religions that make us judge other people. I don't have any authority to judge you. I mean, I'm going to talk about you because I'm catty. That's who I am, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody talk about everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's true. true. That's but I'm true. not going to stand in here and judge you. I can't judge your lifestyle because of what you do. You can't judge mine. You knew how mm-hmm. many married men I've been with. Shh. <laughs> that's another show that's right a- <laughs> right right chronicles that's so i ain't gonna stand over here and be like oh the lord don't love you you're like good you need to shut the hell on up because you got some de- some dirty things too sis yeah we okay. all do you know we gotta we gotta get away from that we yeah, do we really have to get away from that yes we do we we do but yeah so yeah so let's go back to hello miss freeman thank you yeah. <laughs> i know we we veered off a, off a little bit but i know that what we said helped somebody out there right. and um and it's good to know that you are real like you know ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this know that d freeman she keeps it 110 percent she'll always be real she's not here to put on a front or right, to right. make herself 
appear to be any other way than who she is. And yes. um, and I that's that's nice to work with somebody who you know will give you the undulterated truth, whether you like it or not. Um, and but can also help you to grow your business. So if anyone listening to this, D, and they want to reach out to you for a consultation or to just see what you can do for them, yeah. how can they contact you? You can reach me on my Instagram at, at Madam Freeman. Yes, it sounds like a pimp because I used to be one. And so, <laughs> another at, show. <laughs> I told you, I told you, I know my life. At Madam Freeman. Everybody's like, that sounds like a pimp. It sure do, boo, because I'm still pimping. What's up? Okay. <laughs> it's just All right. different product, baby. You hear me? That's <laughs> you hear me? Hey, M-A-D-A-M-F-R-E-E-M-A-N. At Madam Freeman. Okay. All right. Make sure y'all and that's the best up. way for them to contact you is through that's ID. That's the best way to contact okay. me. But no okay. dick pics. I don't need no dick pics, y'all. Don't don't send them. <laughs> you can I'm send the, you can send those pics to at John. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but yes, you all you all heard that at. Madam Freeman, M-A-B-A-M Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. Hit her up. And hey, I know like this is the time for creatives. This is the time for entrepreneurs. Right now, people are at home. They ain't got shit to do. And they want yet, they want to see your stuff. They want to see it. And so I I it if if you're listening and you have that vision, hey, reach out to her. Reach, reach out. Yeah. Your tribe needs you. Your tribe needs you more than ever. Your tribe needs you right now. Yes. And right now, you have a captive audience. Mm-hmm. It's captive. They want something to feast their eyes on. Yeah. This is it. And my biggest tip for everybody, I'm not giving you lots of them, but the biggest one is all about video. Mm-hmm. It's video. You need to be doing at least one video a week talking to your people. Yeah. conversing yeah. with them, letting them know that you are okay, mm-hmm. you know, and then don't be selfish. Sometimes you got to talk about other people, deal with the, you know, like for me, I want to really get into dealing with mental health, but I'm not really, really ready to reveal my own struggles with mental health. Gotcha. So, but I know people are out there suffering. Amen. I know people need it. Yes. You know, yeah. It's right out there. Is. People want to know real people are going through real stuff. Real talk. Mm. Especially during this quarantine. Oh, yeah, during the right? Because yeah. I'm I'm sheltering solo. Mm. Oh man, man, I had to delete some phone numbers this week. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I can only imagine. Oh, because no. I can't have all these folks up in here if I get the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs> I oh yes. So yes. you know, it, it it takes it's taking sheltering solo does take its toll. My mom constantly is like, "D, how you doing?" She's always checking on my my mental ability because this is this is rough, especially when you're by yourself and you're not near your family and yeah. you know you got to deal with your own thoughts. This is not an easy process. Mm-hmm. So your tribe needs you. Talk about what's what's real. Your tribe definitely needs you. Good, good talk. We appreciate having you today. You know, thanks so much for for communicating with us, for talking with us, letting our listeners get to know exactly who you are. You know, sharing your personal experience. You know, I I appreciate that. Recent podcast appreciates that. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. I appreciate you guys. You guys keep what you're doing. I was listening to your podcast. 
while I was working out this week. And you guys really do have a great market. You have a really great market that you can tap into. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I love the diversity of your client, of your guests that you have. I love the different things that you do. And I really like what I really, really liked about you guys' podcast. You guys took the time to just sit and have a conversation with each other. I love that. That little 13 minutes, that was awesome. I was like, what? Oh. I love that. <laughs> That was Thanks. good. That was Thanks good. You know, you were real. I like that. I appreciate it that you were real because you got a tribe that's listening to you and they're hanging on to your every word because you are literally saving somebody's life right now. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you to all the listeners. And I thank you for listening as well. Thank you. We thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Good job, John. I see your video fading a little bit. Uh-oh, did it fade on me? A little it bit. It did. Oh, let me try. Hold on. Where did we come back? Oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> actually, I was here. Actually, I was, uh, y'all got me. I was trying to get a screenshot of us. But, uh, <laughs> no problem. So, no problem. We'll do that later. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but no, again, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thank you for being a guest. And um, I hope that someone is, is listening out there and that they will hit you up and uh, check out you at Madam Freeman on IG. Mm-hmm. Check her out for for yourself. Get that consultation in and find out what she can do for you. Exactly. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks you guys. Right, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Y'all, All right. y'all smile for me right quick. Smile for me right quick. Uh, yeah. Great. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks. Take care. You thanks too. Be good. All right. Bye-bye. Three some podcasts. Holler at us.